0: Dear Diary, I remember being a kid and hearing some adults say, you never forget your first time. And I know now that they were probably talking about sex or drugs or spreading bronze swagger on a saltine cracker. But I also know that regardless of what they're referring to, they're right. And then after your first time, you're just spending all of the other times, just desperately trying to recreate the magic that was the first. But it's never the same. You're always chasing that high. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Diary, today I'll confess the story of my first time, my first platinum trophy, and I'll share the stories of other trophy horse first times, and I'll ask the question that's been bothering me ever since my first platinum. Ever feel as good as it did then? Dear Diary, this is Entry 1, my first time. Introducing a new podcast from More Than Friends Productions. Listeners will experience the emotional highs and the very low lows in the true stories of gamers who spend countless hours of their lives to get virtual rewards that mean nothing in the real world. In order to tell you the story of my first time, first, I need to tell you the story of the first time. The year is 1982, and Activision, the American video game publishing company, has an idea. Why not reward gamers for their in game achievements? Inside the game manuals for certain Activision games, were instructions telling gamers that if they achieved certain scores, they should take a photograph of the television screen and mail it in, and they would receive a reward. Look, it was the early 80s. Nobody said it would be high-tech. But folks who did this would get an iron-on patch or badge from Activision in the mail, and a letter from one of the in-game characters, telling them, congratulations, you did it. That's fucking cool. And then, in the year 1983, they stopped. Now, as cool as the idea was, if I had to guess, the reason why they stopped is probably because it was expensive to send people all these patches in the mail every time that they got a high score. So, somebody needed to come up with an in-game solution to reward gamers. It took a whole seven years until we started to really see that. In the year 1990... The game Emotion on the Amiga was one of the first to feature in-game achievements, rewarding players with secret bonus levels for completing secret challenges, like completing a level by only turning in one direction or failing horribly in some weird way. And that was the solution for a while, just having self-contained in-game programmed bonuses. But eventually... Somebody got the brilliant idea to unify an achievement system on one console, and that somebody was Microsoft. On November 22, 2005, Microsoft launched the Xbox 360, and along with it, the GamerScore system. This system unified in-game achievements by rewarding a unified score, or gamer score. That this score would be displayed on leaderboards and could be compared with friends, adding a community and competitive element. And this sort of thing really started to catch on, like so much so that a bunch of other companies started doing their own versions like Valve in 2007 with achievements on Steam, Sony in 2008 with PlayStation trophies, Apple with achievements on Game Center in 2011, and now it's just everywhere. And somewhere in all of that, is the story of my first time. After the break. Hey Steven, what's with all this depressing music lately? What do you mean, Mom? Where's all the upbeat, fun, love? You want music about love? Of course, doesn't everybody? Uh, So, how about a song about... uh, You know when you see someone you really, really like and it feels like you've got butterflies in your stomach?
1: Oh yes, Butterfly Kisses. Great
0: song. Uh, Kinda like that. Here, I want you to listen to this band called Common Ground.
1: Ooh, sounds cool. Let's hear it. You're the cutest girl that I've ever seen. But I've got some issues, so don't hold it against me. If I think it stands like I don't want this, the truth is I'm nervous.
0: Oh my God, Steven, I love this song. I knew you would love it. It is just so upbeat. I just, oh my God, it's so awesome. Well, I'm really glad you like
1: it. I feel like they be be Mashed Pit or dancing off the wall with this. It's the best.
0: So there you have it. That was the song Nervous by Common Ground. And my mom approves. You can listen to that song and others on Spotify. And go ahead and follow their Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com commongroundMI for more pop punk awesomeness. Now back to the show. On July 2nd, 2008, PlayStation released PlayStation Trophies on the PS3. And I was a PlayStation fanboy, looking for any excuse to show off. The first game to support PlayStation Trophies was Super Stardust HD, which I didn't own. But the second game to support PlayStation Trophies. Was Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Cue the theme song. I don't actually own the rights to the theme song, so I'm just gonna like make noises, I guess. Uncharted Drake's Fortune is a little game that you've probably never heard of that's freaking amazing, and it blew my mind when I was younger. Like, holy shit! It was like the first game I've ever seen where a character could get wet, like their clothes would actually get wet and dry over time, and their clothes would wrinkle when they run, and the character performances were amazing, the story was cinematic and epic, it had real-time lighting, and I just had to get the platinum trophy. So I did. So the trophy set was designed to reward you for several different things. Basically, there were trophies for getting all of the collectibles in the game, there were trophies for getting a certain number of enemy kills uh, with different weapons, and there were trophies for completing the game on different difficulties. A pretty normal standard list now. And so I did all the things, I beat the game on the hardest difficulty, and then I got the platinum trophy. And that's it. The end. Okay, so the story of my first time isn't really that amazing. I know you're probably wondering, why did I spend all of this time building up to this moment just for it to be stupid? But it's, it's not. <laughs> it's not stupid. Because ever since that moment, it's like, It's like every time that I play a game, I play it differently. It's like I, uh, I don't just, I don't just play a game anymore. I'm thinking about the trophies. I change the way that I play it so that I can get trophies, and I obsess over it. Sometimes I buy games just because they have easy trophies, and not because they're good games. I, I've become addicted And I, I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's making games better or worse. And so this whole thing isn't even really about my first time. It's about me trying to find out if other people have been affected by video game trophies and achievements in the same way that I have been. That's what this is really about. So I asked I asked people to share their stories of their first time in hopes that it would shed some light on my own experiences. So I'm going to share three stories that were sent in after the break. Hello, Stephen here from More Than Friends. I'm proud to announce our latest podcast project, Seat at the Table. Seat at the Table is all about giving people a chance for their voices to be heard. Unlike anything we've done before, Seat at the Table is broadcast and recorded live, with listeners being given the opportunity to ask us questions and to join in on the conversation in real time. We hope to explore how people from all walks of life interpret and navigate current events, and the various challenges and struggles life presents us with. Our first show is going to air live on Facebook on February 27th, with a recording of the show available later on iTunes and Spotify. Stay tuned on the More Than Friends Facebook page and on the Seat at the Table page for more information. Thank you so much for your support. We'll see you on the 27th when Seat at the Table first airs. We all have our own stories, our own perspectives, our own dreams and beliefs. And the world is more interesting when we all come together and share them with one another. So join us. I'm Caleb. And I'm Stephen. Pull up a seat at the table. See at the table is a podcast recorded live with input from listeners like you. Together, we'll discuss current events and personal stories, and we'll tackle issues from multiple viewpoints and perspectives. Everyone's welcome. And everyone has a seat at the table. Welcome back to Diaries of a Trophy Hall, where we are diving into the true stories of other gamers in order to solve the mystery of why the fuck am I so addicted to video games? For our first story, we hear from Nick. I'm 25 now, and at the ripe young age of 23 is when I got my first Platinum Trophy in a video game called Accounting Plus on PlayStation VR. Um, I remember that moment with complete indifference, and I don't even know why they bothered putting a Platinum Trophy option in the game since it was so easy to get. And yeah, that's, that's my wonderful Platinum Trophy story. Thank you so much, Nick, for that inspiring tale that has helped us get absolutely nowhere in our investigation. Look, I, I I get it, okay? Not everybody cares for trophies. I understand that. Not everybody gets addicted immediately. And on their own, yeah, trophies aren't that special. And that's why... I'm so interested in trying to find out why they're so important to some people, people like me. You know, sometimes it's not about the trophy itself. It's about how sometimes trophies can elevate the experience as a whole. Maybe the story from Gwen can help explain.
2: Hi, my name is Gwen, and... I'm going to talk a little bit about my first online game trophy. Um, First of all, I didn't know they existed um, back then. I wasn't really into online gameplay at all beforehand. And then I got into a game called Little Big Planet. It's really fun. (laughs) But um, the heart and soul of the game is joining others and creating levels. So basically, it's community. Um, uh, So here I am in a regular campaign level, and I'm not really wanting to join anyone because that's just how I used to be. And I really wanted to unlock this part of a level that required two players. So I guess I just was like, all right, I'm just going to let somebody join me. And boom, I get my first trophy um, called Friendly. And... It's basically (laughs) just given to you for playing with a new player, Um, which is a pretty nice thing because um, a lot of the times um, you're seen as... If you're a new player, you're kind of seen as a nuisance for other people, especially people that have been playing the game for a longer time than you have. So it's kind of a nice incentive to... um, collect that kind of trophy um makes it a good experience I guess and um my first initial feeling was wow I didn't know these existed I wonder how many more trophies there are and if I could you know collect more which I ended up doing um but my second kind of like, feeling was, um, this kind of represented my friendship with this new player. Um, by the way, we've been, um, online friends for about six years. He's from the UK. And, uh, we've been playing games online ever since.
0: See, now I think we're on to something. Because... In, in her story, she wasn't even trying to get trophies specifically, but she got one. And now that trophy symbolizes something important to her. It symbolizes a friendship. And maybe that's what trophies can bring to the table for some people, is... A sense of, of community and friendship, and and maybe trophies can bring people together, or maybe they can make your life more miserable. Which brings me to this next story from Zinc.
1: So earlier today, Stephen uh, shot me a message and asked me if I would be interested in talking about the first handful of times that I got a hundred percent trophies. Or achievements and games. And I sat here for a second and I thought to myself, um, yeah, sure. I mean, why not? Um, the longer I sat though, I started stewing about uh the first time that I I got the itch up my ass to really just, just dig in and just just pull out the worst possible game that I could, because I was I heard that it was, uh, it, it's an easy 1,000 uh, gamer score. It's an easy uh, to platinum trophy, you know what I mean? It was called uh, Fantastic Four. I remember this being for the Xbox 360, but I'm sure it was on PlayStation as well. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Uh, I'd like to delicately call it... Uh, shitty Fantastic Four, because that's what it is. This game was fucking god awful. I spent roughly about, I don't know, maybe like a week playing this awful game just for the sheer satisfaction of getting all the achievements, all the trophies. And at the end of it, I, once I got it, I was like, yes, I did it. But then I sat there and actually thought about what I just did. I spent a week of my life playing this god-awful game for digital currency that tells everyone else that I played this shitty god-awful game for a whole week. That shouldn't make me feel good, but for some reason it did.
0: shouldn't make me feel good, but for some reason, it did. Well, I want to get to the bottom of that reason. Not just for you, Zink, not just for me, but for trophy whores everywhere. Diary, I vow that I am going to find out what makes me a trophy whore. And honestly, I think Gwen was onto something. I think there's something about trophies bringing people together, or at least making them feel close to other people. In my next entry, I'm going to explore just that. Until next time, this has been Diaries of a Trophy Whore. Entry 1. My first time. Thank you for listening. Diaries of a Trophy Whore is a More Than Friends production and is written and produced by Stephen Mara. If you like what you hear, please consider donating at mtfproductions.com. If you aren't able to donate, please rate and review and follow us online. You can learn more at facebook.com slash bemorethanfriends. Thanks for listening, and until next time.